Good morning, everyone. It is Tuesday, it's the 11th of May, and it's Eat What You Want Day. A big happy birthday to Jeremy Paxman, to Holly Valance, and to John Paris. There were 381 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday, and no new deaths. Ireland made a huge stride towards opening up, with barbers and hairdressers reopening, along with click-and-collect retail, inter-county travel and relaxed rules for funerals and worship. And in advance of further unlocking next week, Neil Varadkar said the vaccination programme is going well. Things are going very well in the vaccine programme. Uh, I think the HSE has done a, done a great job. We should be in a position to vaccinate about a quarter of a million people uh, this week. Um, the two millionth dose will be delivered at some stage uh, this week. He also had some positive words for antigen testing after the chief medical officer's concerns over little selling antigen tests, along with barbecue supplies. So the government supports the wider use of antigen testing. We approved a report uh, prepared by Professor Mark Ferguson, the chief scientific officer, uh, only a few weeks ago and the way we see antigen testing is an, a, an additional health and safety measure. It's not a substitute for anything else, for masks or social distancing or isolating if you feel sick and getting a PCR test. It's an additional health and safety measure and that's the way we should we should think of it. Uh, so we're doing pilots in schools, uh, pilots in colleges could be really important in helping students back on campus uh, in September and October. I know Mr Harris is very committed to that. Restrictions on visits to nursing homes and hospitals have been difficult for families of patients. And whilst restrictions in nursing homes have now eased, one area where restrictions still seems to apply is in relation to maternity care, with reports of husbands waiting at windows to see their newborn children. Chief Medical Officer Dr Tony Houlihan was on RT News yesterday and he addressed the issue. Well, there's no, if you like, national public health reason for that, uh, but you might find in a local situation whereby uh, if there's if there is an outbreak in an individual institution that might lead to an outbreak in that or sorry that individual institution taking a different measure to the national situation but at the moment we don't think that there is a justification for a continued uh, uh, maintenance of a policy that the partners are not allowed to visit uh, uh, during the, the process of labor uh, uh, in maternity hospitals As the US recovery seems to have stalled with jobs numbers dropping, there's been suggestions from Republicans that people are reluctant to stop claiming unemployment and to get back to work. Joe Biden addressed the issue. We're going to make it clear that anyone collecting unemployment who is offered a suitable job must take the job or lose their unemployment benefits. There are a few COVID-19 related exceptions so that people aren't forced to choose between their basic safety and a paycheck. But otherwise, that's the law. Friday saw hackers force a shutdown of thousands of miles of pipeline through a ransomware attack on the US company Colonial Pipeline, which provides almost half of the eastern US's fuel supplies. WH Homeland Security Advisor Elizabeth Sherwood-Randall. Colonial is currently working with its private cybersecurity consultants to assess potential damage and to determine when it is safe to bring the pipeline back online, but that safety is a priority given that it has never before taken the entire pipeline down. The climate change summit in Glasgow in November is shaping up to be a really big deal. It's called COP26 and birthday boy David Attenborough, he's 95 you know. 
has just been appointed people's advocate for the summit. The epidemic has shown us how crucial it is to find agreement among nations if we are to solve such worldwide problems. It is crucial that these meetings in Glasgow have success and that at last the nations will come together to solve the crippling problems that the world now faces. Still to come on the Smart 7 Ireland edition, Phil and Holly can't handle the farting and the Six Nations has a new home. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to the Smart 7 Island Edition. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the original Smart 7. Just search and follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Now, there was one game in the Premier League last night as Fulham faced Burnley in a game Fulham had to win to have any chance of staying in the Premier League for next season. They lost 2-0 though and were relegated, much to the disappointment of manager Scott Parker. I'm bitterly disappointed, I'm hurt, uh, I'm gutted. Um, there's, there's, there's no words at this present moment in time other than you know, I'm, I'm gutted that we've, we've not managed to, to be successful this year. Good news for rugby fans as the Six Nations will remain on free-to-air TV in Ireland. RTE and Virgin Media will now share the rights for the men's, the women's and the under-21s Six Nations starting from 2022. Head of news and sport for Virgin Media is Mick Caffrey. I think this is great news for Irish uh, rugby fans. It means that every game in the men's, women's and under-20s tournaments will be available free-to-air, which is hugely significant, especially with the RFU trying to recruit the next generation of, of rugby players. In an era of ever-changing TV rights, you know, we can no longer take for granted that sport will be available free-to-air, so this proposed agreement is very, very significant. It also makes sense for broadcasters to collaborate um, and work together to ensure that as much live sport is available on free-to-air television as possible. This morning is usually a paragon of TV virtue fearlessly investigating the issues of the day. But sometimes it just descends into giggles, doesn't it? Yesterday, they tackled a woman who sells videos of her farts on the internet, no less. The woman, Emma Martin, has just quit her job as a travel agent to sell videos online. And believe it or not, she makes around three grand a month. Excuse her. Out of toilet humour by selling videos of herself on the internet. Break. Breaking wind. That last one. That last one. That last one. My goodness. I mean, you dread those, don't you? It sounded like she almost followed. Stop it now. Stop. Stop it. That's the sound department. The thing is... Stop it. The thing is, is, it's never not funny. Little one. Little squealer. (laughs) This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. If you're listening on Spotify, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7am, so please do like and subscribe everywhere. Or enable our skill on Alexa.
Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.